brothers and sisters, and welcome back to General Conference Review, the podcast all about what the prophets, seers, and revelators of these last days share at General Conference. And we ask the important question, how have we taken what we have heard at General Conference and applied those principles in our lives? Hello, and welcome back to General Conference Review. Uh, Thank you for joining us. I am Todd Bruce, and joining me is Kevin Beamer. Hey, Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Todd, as always. Great to be hanging out with you. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. We're both, uh, it seems like we're getting busier and busier these days, but uh, it's always nice to take a time out and just uh, reflect on a little bit of General Conference and uh, what we've been asked to do and and, uh, some messages the prophets have shared with us. Yeah, Uh, just... Before I even get started, just as you're talking, that it reminds me of, uh, I often see that there's a desire to not do things because we're too busy, too busy. Mm -hmm. And then actually go out and do something of of this nature. It's so spiritually uplifting that you're like, how would I ever have thought that I was too busy for this? (laughs) So I appreciate that. I appreciate you taking the time yourself. Jamie and I do it with the temple. Well, we used to do it with the temple. Now we've gone enough times and it's meaningful enough to us that we just love to be there. But uh, there were long stretches with going to the temple that we were like, this is, there's really, you know, that's like a six or eight hours out of our day. And it, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things we could be doing, but now we've, we've, uh, we've gotten over the hump a little bit with, with recognizing that the value of just being there. And I think we're getting there with general conference review as well. So I'm starting to really appreciate it. So I appreciate you taking time to, to help me to be better. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, M, uh, President M. Russell Ballard's talk uh, from Saturday afternoon session called Follow Jesus Christ with Footsteps of Faith. Uh, and this was uh, a great talk by uh, Elder Ballard or President Ballard. Uh, he digs a little bit into the song Faith in Every Footstep, a little bit of the, the history of it. He talks about his uh, ancestry, uh, his, his rich ancestry in, in, uh, in church history. And how they uh, crossed the plains and and were pioneers in early church history, uh, and and uh, yeah, it's kind of a it was a good it was a good talk, and I, I'm looking forward to digging into it. Awesome, let's jump in then. Yeah, uh, I picked. I just wanted to read one of the paragraphs right off the bat. It's just after he talked about the chorus of the song, and he says, "Brothers and sisters, I testify that as we follow Jesus Christ with footsteps of faith." There is hope. There is hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. There is hope for all in this life. There is hope to overcome our mistakes, our sorrows, our struggles, and our trials and our troubles. There is hope in repentance and being forgiven and in forgiving others. I testify that there is hope and peace in Christ. He can carry us today through difficult times. He did it for the early pioneers, and he will do it now for each one of us. I really like this immediate jump into... uh, you know, we want to follow Jesus Christ with footsteps of, footsteps of faith, but there's hope through all of this. Mm-hmm. And I really like that positive statement. And then he does this a couple times where he talks about the early pioneers and what they went through and how even though we're going through stuff that is significantly different, uh, we're still just as valid in the struggles that we go through. So sometimes we be like, oh, well, you know, me dealing with this is not like the pioneers who didn't eat and who some of them died pushing handcarts, but President Ballard saying, no, no, it is. Yeah. 
you're going through the same thing. <laughs> it's very true. It's uh, it's a line I've often used, like because we live in a valley. It's it's yep. you know twenty kilometers or uh, I don't know 12, 14 miles up, uh, north of us and fourteen miles south of us. The, the three communities were in the center, middle community, and to go to these other communities, sometimes people feel like it's a a hard ask. Oh, and I had to come to the church twice today. It was very a hard ask. And I always say, it's not like we're asking you to cross the plains. You're in an air-conditioned vehicle or a heated vehicle. Yeah. Um, like, it's going to be okay. It's not ask. And uh, But at the same time, in this generation, in this, in this era, it, there are hard asks that are asked of us that weren't asked of the pioneers. Hmm. And we are facing those things head on as pioneers in our own right. Uh, and I wanted to add that paragraph you read, I thought of it while you were reading it. I don't know why it didn't trigger before, but um, the role of an apostle is to testify of Christ. And and it, he did it in his third, third-ish paragraph where he yeah. testifies. And he testifies of Christ more in this, in this uh, mm -hmm. talk, but he testifies very boldly in that paragraph that you read. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, that's great too, right? Like the, our, acting president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles just jumps in there. He's like, boom, yeah. testifying. There's hope. <clears throat> and of course, throughout life, especially over the last couple of years, we find that it's really hard to find hope. Uh, right? Life's tough. It's we're busy where things go wrong. There's a lot of heavy things. Yeah. And so I like that President Ballard says, hold on, if you're lacking hope, here's where you can find it. I, I love that. Uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blank on the artist, but it's the it's the picture. I think of. Oh, well, maybe it's not Peter. Who I don't know who it is, but they're underwater and they're looking up at the Savior, and the Savior's reaching down into the water. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that 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 artist, uh, Kyung Sung Kim. I gotta look it up. I gotta Google it. Okay. Uh, anyway, it's it's an amazing. Uh, piece of artwork and Jamie loves it and we have it um oh I I, I slaughtered that one let's see anyway You'll it doesn't matter. Matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll remember it about three in the morning and I'll be mad at myself that I didn't, uh... it's a fantastic picture though what yeah. you're talking about yeah oh, where yeah. It's, it's... you just see Christ through the water that's the one you're talking about yeah young son young son Kim you're close <sighs> Some, it was close. I Googled yeah. it. And I think it was a baseball player, but um, yeah, <laughs> Young Sung Kim, uh, and he drew this picture, and it's it's really hard to not look at. It's called the Hand of God, and it's hard to not look at that picture for too long because um, you know, you, I, I almost get choked up thinking about it. When you're talking about hope, uh, the world we live in, it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and feel like we're drowning. And, yeah. and there's the Savior holding his hand out offering his hand to help us to not be drowning, to, to keep our head mm -hmm. above water and to walk on the water even with him. And, uh, and, and we have a, a prophet, seer and revelator testifying of Jesus Christ's role in our lives and offering us hope. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's good. It's very good. It's lovely. All right. Um, <clears throat> He carries on a bit. He talks about his grandparents, mm -hmm. uh, great-grandparents, uh, crossing the plains. And he says, they followed Jesus Christ with footsteps of faith 
throughout each of their trials. I'm grateful to them for never giving up. Their footsteps of faith have blessed me and, a sub and subsequent generations, just as your footsteps of faith today will bless your posterity. And I can t testify I didn't have uh, direct uh, ancestry cross the plains, but I did benefit from it because the people who did cross the plains uh, had children and they had children. And, and at some point, missionaries were sent out to the far reaches of the world and taught my family and my family joined the church in Sweden in the late 1800s. And because of that, I, I have uh, ancestry in the church for well, you know, almost 150 years because of these pioneers who had faith and sent out their sons on missions. So I'm grateful for them for their sacrifice. That's really cool. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. And I, I love this, uh, I feel like I'm going to do all the talking because you're doing so good right now. <laughs> well, I, I liked this next line that he talks about pioneers of both a noun and a verb. A noun is, uh, it can mean a person who is among the first to explore or settle a new territory. And as a verb, it can mean to open or prepare the way for others to follow. And in that we are all pioneers. He shares several examples, Joseph Smith, uh, the prophet Joseph's footsteps of faith enabled him to be the Lord's instrument, bringing forth the book of Mormon. Uh, which is another testament of Jesus Christ and his atoning grace. Uh, he was able to be an instrument in the hand of the Lord in establishing the church of Jesus Christ once again on the earth uh, in the face of perseverance, or he persevered in the face of incredible hardship and opposition. Uh, he shared our, our missionaries are modern day pioneers because they share the glorious message with people around the world. Uh, he says, President Nelson has been a pioneer in the church. As an apostle, he has traveled to and opened many lands for preaching the, of the gospel. He said, he shares, you know, shortly after becoming the prophet and president of the church, he pled with us to increase our spiritual capacity to receive revelation. He continues to teach us to strengthen our testimonies. Uh, he shared with the young adults, I plead with you to take charge of your testimony. Work for it. Own it. Care for it. Nurture it so it will grow. Then watch for miracles to happen in your life. And he, and his, and he follows that up by saying, uh, he testifies that President Russell M. Nelson is a prophet of God and he's a pioneer. Which is like just outstanding. Yeah, lots of cool stuff. And it's interesting to think of pioneers. Uh, you gave, you know, the example that pioneers went and taught your relatives, your ancestors in Sweden. They joined the church and now you've got that lovely thing. And how um, revered we sort of talk about pioneers, especially in our yeah. religion. Uh, and uh, I think of my grandmother, who was originally a member of a church, actually left and joined one of the polygamous colonies at some time, and then left the colony and went through the painful process of repentance to come back and join our church later on in life. And how that's completely changed the trajectory of me personally, because mm -hmm. it brought my dad out of that situation and then his kids, and now my kids, and just those lasting effects of uh, blessing posterity. Significantly, my family has been blessed because of those choices my grandmother made. But then even right now, you and I are both are making choices that we're pioneering and mm -hmm. impacting our children, hopefully for, for the better, but it's not always that case. <laughs> 
<laughs> depends on the day or week or yeah. hour. I don't know. Some days, but uh, we're yeah, we're trying, and that's the key. That's what we're striving, right? We're just like the pioneers. We're, we're striving, and so similar to you know Joseph Smith or missionaries or President Nelson, they're just striving to do what they're doing. They're like that's it, and they're similar to us. They're just striving. And yeah. the impacts are so wonderful to see down the line. <clears throat> well, uh, and, and uh, to bring it to come follow me a little bit, I, 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 one thing I learned last week when we talked about Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that I never fully considered was that we often place these prophets in these stories and we think, oh, they're prophets. That's what they were doing. They were just prophets. That's all they did. And, and we forget <laughs> yeah. they had jobs. They had they had um, responsibilities. And many prophets had family. And yeah. uh, it wasn't just preaching the word of God and teaching marvelous lessons. And, and yeah. in, in being reminded of that during that week when we were learning, um, it, it helped to... Uh, personalize or, or give them make, make them real to me and and uh, and and I can relate to them a lot more because you know we're all living our lives working our jobs dealing with you know drama in our own life and all the things that go on and we're just striving to do our best and some days we do better than others but we're just tr striving and uh, yeah and it's tough. It's tough to do all the things all the time, but we're just we're putting those efforts in. Mm -hmm. When I, I think it's important that as we're talking about this, that we put pioneers or prophets or the big guys or the big girls on this pedestal and we yeah. sort of worship them differently and we forget that they're just people, that they've yeah. gotten fights with their spouses just like us, that they had trouble yeah. raising their kids, that their kids didn't listen, that they got frustrated with their kids like all these things that are normal everyday to day lives and still they were able to persevere and slowly keep striving to be better striving to be better and learning and growing because that's right we're here to grow and learn yeah but we definitely do i think we do ourselves a disservice when we're like oh well that guy's that person's a prophet or that person well, it's, I, it's, it's easy for them. Testimony. It's easy. They like doing church stuff. It's and easy it's, for them. They got their life together. They got their things. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah. we had Ward Youth Council and I asked them what they learned from state conference. And one of the priests, uh, the, the first assistant to the bishop, he speaks up and he goes, I learned that general authorities are people too. Because the general authority that came and visited us was very normal. He was he was charismatic and he spoke really well, but he was a he was a guy. He was a normal guy. Yeah, and he was cracking jokes and he was he was yeah, but it, he was a normal guy, and that's that, you know I really appreciated that about him mm -hmm. uh, that there wasn't anything overly formal about the way he presented himself or his yeah lessons. He was more interested in the lessons that we all were able to learn than about. Uh, following a rigid format and and yeah i was very impressed that the youth picked that out and recognized that because we do that we do that with prophets we do that yeah. with celebrities that are members of the church even sure and we, we we base our testimony off 
you know, somebody else's testimony because they have their stuff together and I trust them. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. The, prophet, the prophet is asking us to figure it out ourselves, become spiritually self-reliant. Completely. Uh, I like where President Ballard goes with this. He's got a pair, uh, spot where he says, Our Savior Jesus Christ is the ultimate pioneer in preparing the way. Indeed, he is the way for the plan of salvation to be accomplished so that we can repent and through faith in him return to our Heavenly Father. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He has promised to not leave us comfortless. He will come to us in our trials. He has invited us to come unto him with full purpose of heart, and he shall heal us. He also then testifies once again right afterwards about Christ, which I love that you pointed out, that out earlier, uh, that he's an apostle and that's what he does, testifies of Christ. I really like this, though, because we just finished talking about how we put prophets and celebrities and people up on this pedestal and they're we think that they're perfect and they're not they're just normal joe blow just like us uh but then we jump into the savior and say he's also pioneer but he is perfect <laughs> yeah and we don't hold him up to a pedestal enough often as to what he actually accomplished for us and helps us to accomplish and i really enjoy the one thing though is that when we think of the savior uh through his perfect life that through the atonement he connects with us in a way that no one else will ever connect with us yeah and he can succor us like no one else can succor us so even though he is perfect and we maybe put him up on this pedestal but he's the savior he's still like i'm here for you i understand you i love you and it's okay yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to take anything away from Joseph Smith or Russell M. Nelson. Uh, I think they're wonderful individuals who have, you know, they're very, they, they're human. They've made mistakes. They have a lot of hard things have been asked to them. But what I love about the Savior is that he he is on this pedestal, yet he is so uh, reachable. He's so mm -hmm. approachable. He comes to us. He, uh, the, the woman at the well, he goes to her, the woman that was found in adultery, he knelt, he, he, he crouched down to be at her level, mm -hmm. uh, to let her know that he was not above her. He loved her. And, and that's what he does to each of us. He, he, he helps us where we are at. And, uh, that's why I love that, that drawing as well, that picture of, of being underwater and that you're underwater, you're drowning. There's not a lot of hope. And having the Savior come and reach for you to help you, it just it's so much help, hope. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm grateful for it. I'm, and I'm grateful that the apostles put their focus on the Savior and testify of him as often as they do. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we should be doing. And what, what we should be focused on is the Savior. There's a lot of other things we get distracted by. Uh, and it really should be about our relationship with our Savior. Well, and just how easy it is to get distracted and how easy it is to say, oh, but I wanted to do this. And it's good to do our own things completely. I yeah. understand. I have many things that I waste my time on. <laughs> Some of them I even enjoy. Um, but uh, <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. But when we have that focus of Christ, uh, it definitely changes our outlook in life. We can still do lots of other things. Yeah. But 
it's just Christ does bring that hope. Yeah. He helps well, us. Yeah, he helps us to be to be better and to look outside ourselves and um, try and try and be the people we we would like to be or we should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not to take away from the people who we that we are, but I don't think too many people have to look too far to recognize that we can we can be, be a little bit better somewhere in our life. Yeah, we're just talking about work offline and how much of a challenge it can be. And uh, yeah, it's clearly lots of room for growth uh, at work, uh, but it's striving, trying to be better and trying to grow and trying to do the things. But um, it's uh, it's also, you know, a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, he he adds here near the end. He There's one last paragraph I had and then uh, and then you had one, but. Uh, he said, it is important to follow the prophet and keep our feet firmly planted uh, on the covenant path of faithfulness as it was for the early pioneers. And uh, and I appreciated it. Uh, oh, sorry, previous to that, he goes, although the trials today are different than those of the early pioneers, they are no less challenging for us. We are pioneers in our day. Uh, they were pioneers. They're a great, wonderful example for us. We need to remember that they are human, uh, the prophets and apostles. They're human, they're striving, they're doing their best. Uh, there's a lot of hard things that have been asked of them, that have been asked to the pioneers, and there's hard things that are asked of us and are asked of our children. Uh, and and uh, we can look to them as an example, but we should look to our, our Savior as the ultimate example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just the importance of that. And once again, talking about, we talked about this at the start, that it's really interesting when president ballard says yeah we don't need to compare the trials <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're you're going through tough stuff they went through tough stuff it's yeah. different it's okay uh which is also such a good i don't know reminder for us in our day-to-day lives we don't have to compare ourselves to other people and what they're going through <laughs> it's yeah. not helpful uh we should be concerned about what we're going through and that we're growing. We don't need to say that, oh, well, Todd's doing this and he's, you know, so much better. That's just because he's a bishop, obviously. But uh, just whatever you're going through, it's tough. And that's okay. I, and, and we can recognize that in, our, in what we ask of others as well. And mm-hmm. it's just because it's we have made a decision or just because – um something is a priority for us and our spouse doesn't make it a, a decision that has been made the same way in another no you know for another couple or another family and you may not understand why well why would they let their kids do that mm-hmm. you know what that's not for us to question or judge there is a savior who has atoned for for them and 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 he understands what they're going through and we may never we may we may never will. Does that make sense? We may never understand what they, what they're going through and why, why they made decisions the way we just should be grateful for the efforts that are made. Yep. Uh, he continues on just after that paragraph that you just read uh, into the next paragraph partway through is where I picked out a spot. He says, we should not lose a sense of urgency to keep the commandments. Satan tries to dull our commitment and our love for God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Please remember 
that if anyone should lose their way, we will never be lost to our Savior. With the blessing of repentance, we can turn to him. He will help us learn, grow, and change as we strive to stay on the covenant path. So one of the things I love about this part is talking about don't lose that sense of urgency to keep the commandments. And I think we've all seen this throughout life, uh, whether sometimes it's interactions at work, sometimes it's in school, sometimes it's in relationships or children for granted or our friendships or whatever that looks like. So we've all been there where we start to let things slide specifically as well in uh, spiritual matters. And the importance that it's good to be reminded, hey, wait a minute, um, Satan's here and he wants you to sort of be a little more lazy fair. Just not put as much effort. You deserve this. You're an adult. You worked hard. <laughs> and just wonderful thing to remember, as well as that if anyone has lost their way, they're not lost to the Savior. Uh, and I don't know about you, Todd, because you're a pretty good guy, but there's times where I'm just like, oh, that person's a lost cause. <laughs> I've had those thoughts. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with this person anymore because, you know, maybe I've moved or they're not working at the same place as me. Like, oh, this they're just tough. And, yeah, yeah. I, I've been there. I've vented frustrations about things, and and then found, you know, and 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 been uplifted or buoyed by by the uh, you know others that say, "Oh, we can't give up. We've got to continue to try." And I said, "Oh, I know, I know. I'm not about to give up. I just it's hard. It's hard to keep positive or yes. or how you know motivated to continue to help somebody mm -hmm. who doesn't seem to want to help themselves, but." Um, you know, then you see some, some growth and then you're, you're, then you become hopeful again. And it's, it's, it's wonderful to be a part of, uh, the repentance process and help you help to see people, uh, feel the savior's love and our heavenly father's love for them. Uh, mm -hmm. but it's also a very grueling and, and heart wrenching process when people really struggle, uh, yes. to, to get there. Um, but it's, it's, it's a learning experience, uh, and it's, and it's tough, but, um, and, and he's there for me as well when I'm feeling discouraged. Mm -hmm. That's the wonderful thing about having a personal savior for each and every one of us is that he knows each and every one of us and what we're going through. I love the, the name, the advocate, because he has, he has experienced everything that we will experience and have experienced and are experiencing. And he is uniquely qualified to understand and empathize with where we are and, and to help us to get over it. It's, it's really interesting, just as we're talking about advocate, advocate and being through everything that we're going to experience and how different our conversations are or our interactions are with people when they have been through something that we have been through. Like yeah. there's... There's almost this excitement. Uh, so I'm a chartered accountant by trade. And to become a chartered accountant, you do your four-year bachelor's degree, and then you work uh, full-time while you do uh, some online schooling part-time. And then after you do this for about three years, you write a test, and the test is a three-day test. 
and it's pretty stressful. You actually take a couple, like six weeks off during the summer to prep, or at least this is what it was when I wrote my test. So you take six weeks off in the summer to prep. You'd write exams all day as if that was your job. And then you write this three-day exam where you can't sleep the first couple of nights because you're so stressed about passing. Uh, and I remember I did this while I was working uh, in a small area that didn't, small town that didn't have many other people doing this. And I remember how freeing it felt to be able to talk to someone who had gone through that, some buddies that I had from back in Southern Alberta. Uh, and just how, oh yeah, and this and this, and then just sharing and going through those feelings because uh, my wife didn't understand, right? Uh, my kids didn't understand. God, you wouldn't have understood. No. Uh, be, but there, there's just an excitement where we're like, oh, you do understand me. Oh, let's talk about it deeper. Right? Because I could just say I was stressed. This is really yeah. stressful, but not, but like with the Savior, I, I definitely feel like that's what it's going to be like. It's like, oh, we can get past the surface stuff and get really deep. It's just lovely. I just yeah. love my Savior and the advocate that he is. So thanks for bringing up that thought. That's good. I, I appreciate your comparison to accounting because I never thought of that uh, exactly. But I, there's lots of little things like that that we can we we can relate to, and we empathize with better because of we, of our personal experience. And that's what the Savior has for us. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I just bear testimony that as we try to follow and strive to follow after Jesus Christ uh, with faith in our foot, every footstep is that I truly believe what Elder Ballard said at the very start about hope, that we will find hope, that there is hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And there's hope to overcome our mistakes, our sorrows, our struggles. I'm just reading from that paragraph again, and our trials and our troubles. because I've seen that in my life. I felt that in my life. I've been a part of that in my life. And I testify that there is hope in our savior, Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen, thanks, Kevin. I, uh, I echo that. I just wanna add that uh, I share with my youth every opportunity I can that in this life, in this plan of salvation, we should expect difficulty, but we should also expect joy. And, uh, and because of the savior, he can help us through our difficulty and help us get to that joy. And, uh, and, and we're pioneers in our day. And I leave that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks, Kevin. Love you, Todd. Talk to you later, buddy. Good night. Thank you for listening. Give us a like, follow, or rating wherever you consume podcasts or come find us on Instagram or spiritualcrusade.com. We hope you're uplifted by this general conference review. Don't forget to review and study the words of the prophets and apostles, and we challenge you to find something from these talks which speaks to your soul and helps you to find meaningful growth and draw closer to our Savior.